Hey, no, I mean, hit the shell, boo. Hit the shell. Come on. There you go. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekuela Jr. Show starring Junior Kekuela Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonhe Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Keku Wilma Junior. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Aloha, 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 mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. How's it, how's it, how's it, how's it, how's it, how's it, how's it? <laughs> probably, give you, probably give you enough houses for last year all year long. How's that, cousins? Oh, bro. Okay, so we get plenty of stuff going on, cousins. We get plenty of stuff. We get plenty of stuff going on. Okay, so, so you know, the thing, the thing is, right, we're getting plenty of people and they're joining... You know, they're joining from TikTok, they're joining from Instagram, they're joining from Facebook, right? You know, a lot of people. Some of them, they're just like Niele, right? Some of them is just Niele. Let's face it, right? But it's just like, okay, what Junior doing? What is he up to? Uh, what's going on, right? They're just Niele. They have no investment in anything, right? It's just like, look, they're like, watch, they're like, listen, they're like, okay, whatever. Okay, but then there's some people that are really into the law of attraction and some people who are really invested in bettering themselves. And that's the guys we're talking to. And those people are tuning in from all over the world. So we like to say, uh, we like to say mahalo. So we have, we have some stats. Okay, so the, the, what they did was they changed the format on us. So we, can, we don't have access uh, to the dashboard, the dashboard part. Okay. But we can tell you that there was uh, 2,200. Oh, okay. We're getting 200-something plays like every day. Every day, bro. Uh, this is this is unreal. So what is the date today? It's so April. Oh, wow. Okay. So over 2,200 listens this morning. Uh, the most popular. We have two is the most popular. Okay. Two, two, um, two episodes. Be honest with chicks. Even if the truth hurts, right? And I love ugly chicks, love your haters. They lift you up higher. Because, bro, I had so much haters in my life, bro. But we're not going to talk about that. That's on different podcasts. Okay. <clears throat> but we, we would like to say that the country is listening to, us, listening to us. Okay. Besides the United States, it's Netherlands, United Kingdom, Canada, Ghana. Ghana, bro. Ghana is listening to us. How's that? Australia, Poland, South Africa, Israel, and Germany. And out of that, 79% is coming from Apple Podcasts. Uh, my strongest demographic is 35 to 59. Okay? So, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. And then, let's see. Uh, oh, God. So, 57% is male. 52% is male. And um, 2% don't know if they're male or female. Uh, I think I think that's what this means. What is non-binary? Non-binary. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, bro. Oh, sounds good. Okay. So, hey, what the heck? What, what is that going on? I don't know, bro. Looking at this uh, this, this, this thing. Uh, bro, so I'm so looking at these stuffs. 
And, and um, you know, we look at, because we know more the dashboard, but we can look at the overall stats right now. And that's what we're looking at. And so we would like to say mahalo to those people. Out of, out of in Hawaii, bro, I, I don't have the local stat breakdown uh, right now. Cause I can't, I gotta, I gotta go look at my laptop for that. But, but the breakdown is, is, uh, bro, it's outrageous. We like to thank everybody. Wailuku is our biggest supporter. Wailuku. Hmm? Now I can tell you guys, okay, so, so people are talking about the virus, right? I am so tired of talking about that virus. Bro, okay, so I can look right now, okay, out my window right now, okay? I am looking at the tarmac at the Honolulu International Airport and I see two huge groups of planes, okay? One group I know is Hawaiian Airlines, okay? I know that's one group. I, I don't think that's two groups because otherwise they would have, I don't know, I don't know if they would call all their planes home or, or what, what the arrangement is or what the rules are at the airport, but I can tell you I'm looking at them right now. I'm looking at two groups, I mean huge groups of planes. And you guys don't realize, you guys don't realize how many people come and visit us and how how difficult it is for Hawaii without tourism. Bruh, you know, I, I know you I know you get the fundamentalists, okay? Get the Hawaiian fundamentalists, right? So these guys, right, these these guys, right, the hardcore Hawaiians, right? So wow, we're gonna live on guava spoon, no worries. We we get them. We don't need toilet paper. We we use terror leaf. Well, actually, no, they eat the terror leaf, right? So they, yeah, they use something else. But they, hey, guava leaf, bro. We're going, we're going to raffle. Okay, so guava leaf only goes so far, you guys, uh, before you start getting rashed. And then, then you're going to wish you had toilet pepper. <laughs> so, bro, these guys, right? They're hardcore. They're, we don't like tourists. Uh, tell the tourists, stay home. No, I think, I think what we like to do is we like the tourists come, right? Because they're going to deposit all the money, right? It's like Las Vegas. But over here, Garen's Barbarians, they're not going to take money out. They're going to bring money. They're not going to take money. You see, not like Vegas. Vegas, sometimes you get rewards, right? You can take money home. Okay. No, but I, what, I'm, what I'm saying, Hawaiians, on the real, what I'm saying on the real, right, is like we need tourism. And these guys, you know, talking like we don't need tourism, okay? You tell watch how tough things going to get pretty soon. Those planes, the longer those planes sit on the tarmac like that, Bro, you think you think Hawaiian Airlines is in trouble? Bro, we all gonna be in trouble over here. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. No, it's not gonna get to the crisis stage. It's not gonna get to where people are is busting people's doors down for food and although I'm sure that's already happening, because bro, fear is the enemy. Fear is the biggest enemy, I'm telling you. And a lot of people are scared right now. They're scared. Cause cause you know. I mean, this is this is a serious thing, right? There's a lot of people walking around in fear right now. You go to the grocery store, bro. There's there's people shot tempered. Me, I shot tempered. You know, I shot tempered. I'm not shot tempered because of the virus. I shot tempered because of the way people acting, bro. The way they act down the store, bro. I tell like, this one guy, like he was yelling at me, right? I never see the line on the floor. See, now they put lines on the floor in the supermarket. So now you know you gotta look, right? And I never see the line, and I never know, cause never had nobody in the middle aisle, right? But then had guys line up on the back aisle in the back. I never see them, and the guy was yelling at me, right? And this is an old school guy, but he's like yelling at me. He's trying to he's trying to make it seem like he's yelling at me in a good way. And I turn around, right? I mean, 
you know, and, and he's an uncle, and you know, and then the most problems we getting is old people, bro. The, I'm, I'm telling you right now, old people. Okay, and we talking about because they they're the ones getting all of okay, and then they go on Facebook, right? Because I go on Facebook account, you know, and they and they circulating all this. Okay, okay we praying for some for this with that, we pray for this. Then we we're sending out these these feel good things, right? Oh, tell your neighbor how's it? Tell you kiss your neighbor, wait, kiss your neighbor, bro. This is a virus. You see what I'm saying, bro? And they, they doing all kind, I mean, they doing all kind of stuff, right? They mean well. But these old people are getting on my nerves, bro. They are getting on my nerves, right? And I'm talking about guys who are not computer literate, right? And do not have digital etiquette. That's what I call it, digital etiquette. Because you got to know, I mean, you know, if there's, if there's, you know, there's a way to conduct yourself in social media, Right for these guys, and these guys don't know. They make any kind. They sending any kind. So they spamming me is what they doing, right? So when so when they're not saying hello and they're not saying you know whatever, right? They 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 spamming, right? So uh so so in, anyway, but uh, uh but but you know I, I I gotta I gotta say that these guys when they spam, they don't even they don't even know what they're doing. Uh, so I mean, you know, uh, they, you cannot really blame them. Uh, you can't can't really blame these guys because, uh, you know, they 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 try, right? They try fit in, they try learn, they they try the kind. I mean, you, you know, uh, they 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 try they try doing all kind of good stuff. They try to do good stuff, but in the process, they violate like etiquette, right? <laughs> they violated etiquette. So, so like some of them, they send me some stuff, right? They, they just spam. They don't say hello first. I block them, right? Or, or sometimes, you know, when I, I, and sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's not them. Sometimes I'm having a bad day, you know, or not, not a bad day. I'm in a time crunch. I really don't have bad days. I can't remember the last time I had a bad day. Like the day was bad. Like, you know, my whole day went wrong. Like I can't, I cannot remember. That does not happen. Okay. When I get mad, here's what I do. Oh, my and this is what I suggest. When you get mad, get mad and get over it. Get mad, get over it, move on. Okay, and I, I gotta tell you where I learned that from. I learned that from my horse. I had on horse for eleven years, right? Okay, and and I I spent enough money on, on that horse for eleven years to raise four kids. I could have raised four kids, Hoys. The the money I spent on that horse, okay. And and I'm gonna tell you what I learned from horses, okay? And you guys, if, if you guys are horse people out there, you already know, okay? But you know, and maybe I can get an amen. But a horse's intelligence, and I didn't know when I bought the horse, because when I bought the horse, I thought, oh, I'm getting a big dog. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, right? I'm like, I'm getting a big dog. No, you are getting a horse, okay? Horses, dogs are smarter than horses. Way smarter. Like, way smarter. Okay? Dogs, and dogs have memories, right? If if the dog knows that, that you didn't whack the dog, right? Like, last week, right? The dog will remember that. And when you go by the dog, the dog will mind his manners. He'll, he'll mind his P's and Q's, okay? That does not happen with a horse, Hawaii. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That does not happen with a horse. So what I thought, right, when I was getting a horse, right, and this is like when I first got him, right, 
I'm like, oh, man, my dog, right? That's my dog. I was hugging my horse. I was, you know, I was, I was, I was loving my horse. I love my horse. And she was on baby. I bought her when she was two years old, right? Had her for 11 years. And, and so, so, so then, you know, I thought, like, wow, you know, and I love my, I put everything into that horse. I bought that horse, the fanciest stuff, and, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And she was a girl, you know, and you know how I love girls. Hawaiian, Hawaiian, there's nothing that comes first in my, in my book than a female anything. Okay, a female dog, female ducky. You might on female ducky, bro. You know, it wasn't duck, it wasn't girl. But I would, I would build a nice thing for her. You know, anything, right? If it's a human, bro, I give her any kind, buy her any kind. How many chicks, bro? How many chicks in my life? Buy them all kinds of dog there. Bro, the, the last chick, right? The last chick was the only one. I did so much for her, right? And, you know, then all of a sudden she came down with cancer. And then after that, bro, when she, when she first started coming out with cancer, she started ignoring me. She still ignores me, right? So I let her go. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to ignore me, then there you go. Just just uh, go have one good time by yourself, right? But when she, you know, when she contacts me, bro, I, I still tell her I love her, you know, and that, that, so when you love somebody, it doesn't change, Hoynes, okay? It does not change. If you, if you, I don't care how many exes you got. You go back three, four, five exes, right? Well, depending on how many exes, how many relationships, yeah. But you go back. You still love them. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? You still feel for them, right? You still have that that feeling. Because cause you already loved them before, that's right, right? So so my horse, right? I thought I was getting one dog, right? So so my trainer goes, uh, you, you cannot hug your horse like that. Because um, I was hugging her like right around her neck from the front, right? He goes, you cannot hug your horse like that. I said, why not? He said, because if something spooks that horse from the from the bushes, if something moves and she spooks, she's going to go right over you. She will run you down. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, horses, horses are hardwired like that. So they're, they're pack animals, right? So you get the lead horse, right? And the lead horse runs and all the horses run. I'm like, what? I'm like, so he goes, yeah, you just have, you, you, can't, you cannot do that kind. You, this is not a dog. And, I, and I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, so, so horses cannot think like dogs. They, they're not that smart. They're not smart like dogs, so you got to, you know. And, and so I'm thinking, right? And, and I, it's okay. So I want to learn more about this, right? So he starts explaining more about the horse. And, you know, and so, so I go to these, you know, I'm going to lessons, right? Like with him. And over, over a period of time, when I first went, I did lessons in the beginning and then I quit for years. And I just went down, I sent checks, I, I signed checks. Basically, I was signing checks and I go for a ride maybe once a month, twice a month, you know. And, and meanwhile, uh, my trainer, right? He was winning all kinds of championships and buckles, and he win, he won money, he won any kind, right? And and so he was he was doing all of that, right? And and I was just you know I was busy, I was I was doing my stuff, I was running, my, I was building my companies, I was running my my singing school, you know, I had stuff to do in town, so so I didn't always get out to ride my horse when when I could, you know, I go recharge my batteries, hop on my horse, take on a ride down the trails. It was awesome. It was awesome, right? It was an awesome release. So, meanwhile, when I first got the horse, oh, so he's, he's teaching me, right? And and I call him my sensei because I learned more about about teaching and about life from him 
and that horse than I learned from anything else in my life. I mean, it was awesome. So he told me, he says, well, if you want, so, so there's this one lesson, right? He goes, if you want your horse to come to you, right? You cannot approach the horse. You got to turn your back to the horse. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, if you want your horse, you got to ignore your horse. So so right then when I, when I did that, right? Then I ignored the horse, right? Then the horse came right up to my, in the back of my shoulder. You know, I could feel her breathing on me, right? And she came right up. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. So I looked over at my train. I said, wait, wait, wait. Let me understand this. You telling me that horses is like chicks? You know, because when you ignore a chick, right? They love you. When, when you, when you going, oh, baby, you the best in the world, right? Oh, the chick, she don't have anything to do with you, right? So he goes, yes, just like chicks. I'm like, oh, okay, I got him. I got him. And from that day on, right, me and my horse got along fine because I would treat her like a chick. And, you know, because I, bro, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't make the correlations, right? I was looking at the horse. I was going, well, this is a horse. I mean, like, this is a big dog. He's like, no, that's not a dog. That's not, you know. So my, my trainer used to kind of get frustrated every once in a while because, because, you know, I mean, you want it to be like a dog, right? Like a huge dog, right? Because it's bigger than a dog, right? You know, you kind of want that horse to like follow you around, and, right? You know, like a dog, right? No, no, no. But but my dog, but but my horse, my horse. Okay, so so my horse actually was a little bit smaller and like my dog, because I trained my horse to follow me, and then I trained my horse to jog with me, and my horse used to jog with me, no rope, nothing, just follow me around the arena. Right, and then I would jog, and my horse would jog, and we would, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I would, you know, only jog a little while, then I had to stop to get asthma. Right? <laughs> but, but that's so that that's the revelation. So the point is, Hawaiians, okay, a horse, right? When a horse acts up, and you discipline that horse right then and there, pop, pop, you give him, give him a couple with the reins, right, and you hit him a couple times, like pop, pop, like that, okay. It's over. It's done. The horse has been corrected. It registers with the horse that that was the wrong thing to do, right? And it's it's over. The horse doesn't hold it against you. The horse doesn't give you more problems because of it, right? So it's over. It's done, right? So that's what I learned from my horse. So so like right now, if I get mad at, at one of my chicks, you know, like because I mean you know I have friends, right? I'm single, so I have friends. If I get mad with one of my chicks, I tell them right there. I'm like, hey, shit, <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> whatever. I try not to swear on my podcast, but but whatever. If I, hey, damn, God, funny, you know. And and I and I express myself in in a uh, you know. I don't want to say angry because I really don't get that angry, but I get loud, right? My voice because I go and I, I develop my diaphragm for 30 years teaching other people how to sing, right? So I can get very loud and, and some I don't I don't really get that loud, but to the average person, when I get, you know, upset, it's louder than the average guy. And and I don't get like full on anymore, right? Just a little bit kind, small kind. And so when I do that, right? So when I do that, and it's and it's over and I get that that communication out, okay, that frustration. Okay, I'm I'm frustrated. I'm like, hey, the bottom here already. <laughs> you know, if I do that, right? It's an example. I get them out. I'm done already, right? And then I give her a hug. I give her a hug, and it and it's over. It doesn't matter who it is, 
right? And it's over. It's done. So that's my, I know I know. I took you guys on one story over there, okay? But that's the. That's what you got to do if, if you want to really work the law of attraction good, okay? So if you're frustrated, because everybody gets, I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you are at the law of attraction. Bruh, you're going to get frustrated. And when you do, you got to think of a horse, okay? Because a horse will get disciplined in the moment, bang, and then have no recollection. Or they will forget it. And the reason why they go forget them is because their brain is not big enough to retain it. They're not dogs. <laughs> Which is kind of, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, Hawaiians, it was bittersweet for me. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted a big dog, right? I had on horse. I wanted a big dog. But, I mean, you know, I got love from my horse. My horse showed me love, but it was horse love, right? It wasn't like... You know, dogs, they will follow you all over the place. They'll lick your face. They'll climb on you. They'll do all, dogs will do all of that. Horses, well, they could be dangerous if one horse did that, right? They're climbing all over you, you know. But, but, but horses love you in a horse way. My horse would come up and she would nudge me. You know, my horse would come up and, and I would pet her and, and she, she would be good like that, right? And I didn't hang all over her like I, you know, in the beginning, right? I'm hugging my horse and then my trainer's going, brah, brah, what you doing? You know, so, <clears throat> but, but after I learned about horses, I got to say that, you know, I did, so I did this one championship thing, right? And um, we did this series. It was a championship series. I was lucky enough with these ladies to be on the second place team. I was lucky. These ladies, these ladies was pros. I was probably the worst lady on the team because <laughs> I was only girls, right? And then, oh, there's Junior King. What happened, Junior? What the hell? But but you know, I rather work with chicks, right? I rather work with chicks. There, I mean, there was there was one team I was on. Uh, there was some random teams that we had, right? That I got to be with my sensei, and I remember the the best fun I had with my sensei was when we went to. Uh, we, we went out to Gunstock Ranch, this ranch, and we did them, and the thing went into the night. And and brothers brought out their trucks, and they went shine the headlights into the arena because we wasn't done yet, right? And this was sorting championships, right? And I never had more fun. I never had more fun in my life than being on my sensei's team, me and my sensei and a couple other dudes. And, and wow, we did, we did really good. I mean, we did really good. But but the thing that, you know, was good for me was my performance. And, you know, I, I do this with my students and my life coaching uh, students. With my life coaching students, I only compare them to them, right? And and my voice my voice coaching students, I only compare them to them, right? So so if you're a singer, right, so, you, you, you know, you can sing, people going, oh, he sounds like so-and-so. They make comparisons right away. Oh, he sounds like so-and-so. Oh, she sounds like so-and-so. Right away, right? They make comparisons. Because they want to compare you to something. But they always compare you to a professional, right? Okay, so so like so like for me, right? I know what my level was. And my level was small, bro. <laughs> my, I mean, I was a... People told me I was a good writer. They go, oh, bro, you, you write good, bro. You write really good. You know, and, and in it, uh, I was okay. But I had the best teacher, right? I had the best teacher. And I thought, right? I really thought I was going to try one more series and I was going to do one more series, right? But but things happen. And things happen for a reason. 
and and certain things happen where my trainer cut back on his shows and he you know and and he had some stuff that he he could he had some health things going on and then pretty soon my my best friend came down with cancer and and I had to take care of him right so so things happen you know but for that one glorious season that I put my mind to it and this was the law of attraction the reason why I went back after so many years right so like after 10 years the last year I took it serious and the last year I think it was about a year and a half but the last year and a half that I had my horse out of the 11 years right it dawned on me one day that I wasn't being grateful and and this is the meat of of this podcast right here it's gratitude and god okay so i wasn't being grateful in my mind because i thought well i got her over there and she's always been taken care of by my trainer and you know i'm sending money i'm paying all these bills but i'm not i'm not showing gratitude to god because god gave me the horse i mean in, in my opinion okay now we can we can break down god some other time but God is is a, an abbreviated good. It's a, it's an abbreviation for the word good, and devil is an abbrevi- is an add on to evil, right? So, but we can break that down another time, boys. But what I'm saying is, God brought my horse because from from small kid time, I dreamed of having like the perfect horse, the horse, right? And God gave me that horse. I gotta tell you, God gave me that horse. She was the fastest, the smartest, you know, at, at horse level. At horse level, she was the smartest. She was the fastest, uh, and and she had attitude. She had attitude, and you know, my trainer could get her out of her attitude. Okay, I I couldn't get her out of her attitude. Uh, I I could get her out of minor attitudes, but if she had on really strong thought or oh, on strong the kind, my trainer had to get on and and uh, get it out of her, but. But here's the thing, when I started to, when I started to express gratitude. So gratitude is like this, Hawaiian. Some people can give you stuff, right? Whatever. God can bring you something. You know, like God bring you a nice car and you leave them in the garage and you don't drive them. You know, my grandfather had one beautiful Buick, right? Cone tail lights, everything, like, you know, old, one of those old Buicks, right? And he just, he just drove them on Sunday. That's all. <coughs> and we just drove them from the house and drove around Hanamaui and came home. And that was it. That was just our ride in the car, right? And that's all we that's all he did with that car. Okay, it was just a Sunday car, right? And it just sat in the garage, sat in the garage. Pretty soon, you know, he had to give it away, the, the parts, everything, you know. But but see the thing is, when God gives you something, you gotta be grateful. So in that case, God gave me a horse and I wasn't enjoying the horse. I wasn't taking advantage of having that horse. So when I started, you know, when I when I when I looked at it and I and I looked at what was really going on, because sometimes we don't even see. We're too busy with life, right? We're too busy at life, and we're not focused on what we should be grateful for, right? So I was, you know, one day it just hit me, oh, bro, you're not being grateful. You better get out there and you better start writing. So I went out and I said, Harrison, I'll, I'll go start. I'll go start taking lessons. And he goes, okay. I go, I like I like sort. I like I like go. I like go do stuff. So he started taking me. We started going to, uh, we started going to this ranch, and and we rented cows, and we practiced, and we, you know, with with a couple other guys, you know, learning how to do this kind of stuff, and and so and I started from the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
I started from the very bottom of that sorting level, right? Of and and bah, I, I was terrible. I was terrible. But by the time we got to sorting championships, the, I mean the series. By the time we got to the series, <clears throat> I was ready. I was ready. And that took that took like 5 or 6 months of solid hardcore training. And we did we did training twice a week. And rain or shine, sometimes it was raining, downpour in, in Mount Willy, this place that I trained, downpour. And I was drenched. I mean, I couldn't even hardly see, right? But I was running the, the moves on my horse in the rain. And my trainer was underneath the, the shelter with his two-way radio. I had my earpiece on. And, and we just trained like that, rain or shine. You know, so 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 that my my thing on Facebook was shine or rain we train, right? And that was that was my motto. And and that was me being grateful to God, not just for the horse, but for Harrison, uh, for everything, you know, because because you know God gave me the best horse, and then He gave me the best trainer, everything lined up, and the best place to keep a horse, everything, and His wife Elena, Elena, and and everything. Everything came together. Everything came together. I met the most beautiful people that, that are horse people. And they love they love people and they love animals. And and all kinds of animals. But these, these horse people, they get all kinds. They get dogs. They get chickens. They get, you know, they live this life, right, that I don't live. They live out in the country. They have, they have you know, either they have property or, or they lease property. Right, and they raise they raise horses, and they raise all kind, you know, cows, any kind. They get any kind, but but this is the most, uh, you know, I want to say, uh, I really I really love that life, right? Would I want to live that life full time? No, but I love that life, and and the life I was exposed to all because I became grateful. Uh, well, no, I mean, you know, I was always grateful, but you know, you have to live gratitude. If if God gives you something, you have to use it. You can't just okay, whatever. You, you know you know what I'm saying? Like you cannot just add, if God gives you something, Hawaiians, you cannot just add it to the stockpile and say, okay, I got that one. You know what I'm saying? Because like my instruments, right? I can tell you another thing, right? I have these collector instruments. Every once in a while, I get them out of storage, and I play them, and I go, you know what? Maybe somebody else could be enjoying this stuff, and I think about selling them. You know, cause now I, the music is the music urge has gone from me. It really has gone after my friend died, Wayne died. You know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't enjoyed uh, playing music only with one guy, one of my students, only with my students. You know, but but the guitars and stuff, right? So what happens is when you store a guitar for too long, it needs to be repaired because it it's gonna get out of whack. It's gonna it, it's gonna start bending. It's gonna start whatever. I mean, you know. So, so it's this, it's these things, right? <clears throat> and if if you show gratitude, that means you're going down storage, you're yanking these guitars out, and you're playing these guitars. You see what I mean? If if you're grateful, you know you're you're jumping on that horse that God gave you, and you're riding that horse, and you're loving that horse, you're appreciating that horse. If if you love the car or whatever the house that God gave you, you're gonna take care of it. You're going to paint it. You're going to make sure it's nice. You make sure the yard is good, what, whatever. But that's what I'm talking about, gratitude. And I'm talking about love. Okay, because the law of attraction is the law of love. You got to love what God gives you.
Okay? If God gives you a good wife, love that girl. Love that woman. Love that wife. Okay? If God gives you a girlfriend, if he gives you two or three girlfriends. Right? I mean, God God gave me several girlfriends. Right? I love each and every one of them. And I show them. I show them. Right? Okay? Either by either by paying their bills or giving them something or being nice to them. Or, or you know, women, women don't want you to throw money at them. They don't want you to throw money at them and, and throw things at them. They want your attention. They want your love. They, they, you know, they, they want you. They, they want part of you. They want that love. They want that, okay? They want your emotional support. They want you to sit down and listen. They want you to be there. They, they just want you there. You know what? For them, right? For them. Once a woman knows that you're for her and she can count on you, she can lean on you, Right? You you got them already, okay, and and but you gotta you know there's there's other things you gotta learn, but that's another podcast. <clears throat> but all I'm saying, Hawaiians, is gratitude is being thankful for what God gives you. Now, if you don't believe in God, okay, but I believe in God. So so you know it was me being thankful for what God gave me, and I used it, and and I cherished it, and I loved it, and I loved my horse until the day that I gave her away. And I gave her away. I, I gave my horse away. I always, I always, you know, there was one time where we put her up for sale, I think for 25 grand, something like that. And and I was like, no, I didn't feel good about that. That's kind of like selling a member of the family kind of thing to me, you know. And I was like, nah, nah, that's not good. That, that's no good. So, so in the end, anyway, some unfortunate things happened towards the end. And, and I was busy on this side of the island, so... Um, and then we found the right lady to give her to, and I gave it to that lady. And and I I cannot tell you guys the rest of the story because uh, there's some stuff going on on the Big Island with her. But um, I will tell you the rest of the story later on when everything gets settled because it's a big story. And baby girl, Duchess, my horse will always be remembered for being the champion, the multi-champion, because she was champion in more than one thing. Uh, she was a multi-champion. And um, and she was she was God's gift to me, and and a lot of other people got to enjoy her as well, and they loved her, and she was very very loved, and um, and she lived a very very luxurious life for a horse. Uh, she loved a very she lived a very good life for a horse. She was spoiled. That horse was so spoiled. Oh my God! So it was kind of like my big dog in a way, in that way, because yeah, she was she was spoiled. So, you know, I'm very proud of the fact that she was spoiled. I'm very proud of the fact that a lot of people loved her. And I'm very proud of the fact that I gave her uh, to this lady. And, um, yeah, one day we would tell the rest of the story. Because, brah, if you hear the rest of the story, you'd be like, brah. Like, oh, sorry, I got to go. I got to go, Hawaii. But, but yeah, there's, there's another part of the story. Um, as soon as... As soon as the legal issues put them that way, right? Oh, that's a good way for tease the next podcast. No, not gonna be on the next podcast. But when we do talk about them, always, hey, we're gonna talk about some legal issues that happened with Baby Girl Duchess. Oh man, I love that horse. I miss Duchess. I miss that horse. Hey, the podcast is being brought to you by Island Club and Spa. Voicemaster Enterprises family of service companies at voicemasterenterprises.com as well as AFM Hawaii Music. Check out Darren Chinen's album. Yeah, you can download them off iTunes. Check them out, Hawaiians. 
Till next time, aloha.